because of a public records request by a nonprofit news organization. Jim Crisula, CBS News. Prosecutors in Oxford, Michigan will hold a news conference at noon Eastern. They're expected to announce a decision on whether to charge the parents of the 15-year-old suspect in this week's deadly school shooting. Yesterday, prosecutor Karen McDonald said 100% they could have been prevented. Ethan Crumbly and his parents had been called to a meeting with school officials hours before four students were gunned down. Smash and grab thieves have been having a heyday in Southern California. Mayor Eric Garcetti says police have just made 14 arrests. We're making arrests all the time. And my message again to the bad guys is we will find you, we will arrest you, and we will prosecute. The night before Thanksgiving, five people stole $25,000 worth of purses from a Nordstrom in L.A. A Nobel Peace Prize winner from the Philippines will be allowed to travel to Norway to pick up her prize after all. CBS's Linda Kenyon. The government of the Philippines had tried to block journalist Maria Reza from attending the Nobel Peace Prize ceremony, but the Court of Appeals has ruled otherwise. The government called Ms. Reza a flight risk, citing what it called her recurring criticisms of the Philippine legal processes. This is CBS News. The leading sign of COVID is a fever, so everyone needs an accurate thermometer. Try the Exergen Temporal Scanner and learn more at exergen.com. That's exergen.com. With just one spray of Microband 24, your hard surfaces are sanitized for up to 24 hours. Touch after touch after touch. So six hours from now? Still sanitized. 12 hours? Yep. 18 hours. We're really doing this. 24 hours. When used as directed, one spray of Microband keeps killing 99.9% .9 of bacteria touch after touch for, yeah, up to 24 hours. Wow. Microband 24, the sanitizer four out of five doctors would use in their own homes. So why aren't you? Whether you're vaccinated or not, it's important to know the symptoms of COVID and its variants. Fever is the leading sign, and only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate with more than 100 clinical studies. Non-contact thermometers have no clinical evidence behind them and cannot be relied on. Be vigilant and seek medical advice at the first sign of fever. Be accurate with Exergen. Learn more at exergen.com. A record-shattering performance last night in the NBA. They hit shots from the outside. Culver for three. Yes! And from the inside. Lock for Culver! Oh, how sweet it is! It was a night where the Memphis Grizzlies could not be stopped by the Oklahoma City Thunder. And when it was over on Bally Sports... It'll be an NBA record margin of victory for the Grizzlies. 73 points. It was a 152 to 79 win. Steve Kathan, CBS News. Meat eaters and even vegans are recoiling at a new PETA campaign. It spoofs the clothing store Urban Outfitters with a satirical store called Urban Outraged. Photos show models wearing clothing made from human leather, including bloodied jackets with human faces, mouths, eyes, and boots with human teeth studding the soles. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. What's all the buzz about nasal irrigation and navage, navage, navage? And should I try it? Here's the science. Airborne germs invade through your nose. It's the body's air filter for trapping allergens and viruses. When your nose gets clogged, it's less effective and germs multiply. Eventually, your immune system can get overwhelmed and you get sick. Nasal irrigation is an effective, all-natural way to clean your nose. It's not a drug, it's more like plumbing. Saline goes in one nostril, around the back of the nose and out the other nostril, flushing out mucus and germs. I'm Martin Hoke, and I invented Navage to make cleaning your nose easy. It's the world's only nose cleaner with powered suction. Navage pulls out the bad stuff so you can breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier. At Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, Bed Bath, and Walmart, or go to Navage.com for a free gift with purchase. Over 2 million sold. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. When you check your bag in McDonald's drive-thru to find a classic McDouble with two all-beef patties topped with a slice of melty American cheese nestled just so next to a warm, crispy McChicken served on a perfectly toasted bun, two mouth-watering marvels you can't wait to unwrap, it's just pure happiness. Now, mix and match a McDouble, McChicken, or small fries. Get any two for just $3. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo. Single item at regular price. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard, but the CNE planes has been sold. Hello, 
This is Tyler. My wife, Misty, and I are the proud owners of the newly remodeled, fully stocked, and completely updated True Value Hardware and Farm in the Plains. So we invite you to stop on by. Take a look around for your home, hardware, outdoor power equipment, ranching, and farm hobby needs. And as always, thank you for shopping local. I'm Kim. And this is Ruth. Please join us every Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. It's the Kim and Ruth Show. Well, it's probably not, it's the, not the Kim and Ruth Show. It's really, <laughs> I don't know. Tune in to Make It Happen with Kim and Ruth every Wednesday morning at 10.06. And we'll spend time talking about health and wellness topics. And all aspects of healthy living. But we know that you're the real expert in your health, so let us help you make it happen. Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. Hey, it's Boots. We'll talk holiday travel, visit a Corvette museum, and live the life of a tow truck driver. That's AutoSmarts Friday afternoon at 106 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. I'm Brandy. You may know me as a branch manager, but I'm also a volunteer and a band mom. At Park National Bank, we're more than our job titles, and you're more than an account number. You get personal attention and direct access to a caring, compassionate banker who respects and responds to your needs and goals. Find Brandy or a banker near you at parknationalbank.com. Park National Bank, where you mean more. Member FDIC, parknationalbank.com. If you love snow, you will love our winter wreaths and decor here at a work of heart in Grand Central Mall. These wreaths can be personalized with names to make a special decoration or gift. Find a Christmas or winter flag for your porch or yard. Check out our many porch sitter signs. Our laser engraved signs and products make some of the most unique gifts you can give to make this a remembered Christmas. We have a great selection of snowmen, gnomes, and winter decor, wooden and plush. Need a great smelling jar candle? How about buttered maple syrup? Ohio State and West Virginia signs and decorations. Many can be personalized. We have puzzles, farm decor, wedding anniversary, fragrant candles, battery candles, greeting cards, and 20% off our box Christmas cards. Our wildlife department is a sight to behold. Come see us today at A Work of Heart Grand Central Mall. Find us on Facebook or shop online at aworkofheart.biz. with Coach Art Turf, the head football coach at Inept Tech. And Coach, we recently uh, discussed your coaching staff on the field, your offensive and defensive coordinators and your various uh, coaches. And, of course, we all know it takes more than coaches on the field. To, well, that's to make right. A... You know, we got to have uh, them folks behind the scenes that helps you run a successful program. You know, folks like trainers and, and team doctors and uh, secretaries and uh, and the fellas what uh, puts out all the stats and all that stuff. And we really blessed here at NAP Tech for having a real fine program behind the scenes. We got folks helping us out like you wouldn't believe. These people don't get a lot of publicity during the season, so uh, why don't we uh, discuss uh, some of their duties? Well, why don't we? You know, it, it, I think it'd be a real fine tribute to our program if we did. Like, for example, our trainer. You know, uh, nobody ever notices until he does a lousy job, and, and uh, he does a real fine job. Fellow name of uh, Scrape Simpson. You know, Scrape uh, is a real fine trainer uh, unless you uh, need something besides a Band-Aid. You know, he's, he's real fine when it comes to Band-Aids. And uh, Scrape's a good old boy, though. He went to NF Tech, class of 62, 63, somewhere around in there. So he's a good old boy. And uh, he goes hand-in-hand hand with our team doctor, Hypo Hannigan. You know, Hypo is a... He's a kind of an unusual fella, you know, uh, and, and uh, a rather large fella. In fact, sometimes we call him Hippo Hannigan. You know, he weighs about 347 pounds. And, and you got to wonder about a boy that uh, don't carry nothing but pills around that little black bag. But we're real fortunate to have a fella like Hypo backing us up and taking care of all of our little hurts and uh, taking care of us uh, whenever we need something. 
I'll be back with Coach Turf in <clears throat> just a moment. And the Art Turf Show, <laughs> proudly sponsored by Pomegranates. Pomegranate? Pomegranate. It is a fruit full of antioxidants and flavonoids. Flavonoids. Yes. Which are antioxidants as well. Compounds of the fruit that display those properties. And we're going to stop now? Yeah. Back visiting with Coach Archer, we were talking about your support staff, uh, Coach, and I know in the office here you, you have a lot of help. Well, that's right. There ain't no nobody in the office what gives me more support than my good old secretary, Legs LaRue. You know, Legs uh, gives me more than just uh, the kind of support that you need by filing papers and, and doing the typing. Of course, you don't hear her doing too much typing because we don't have no typewriter over there, but I know that if we had a typewriter, she'd be a fine typist. And, of course, let's not leave out our fine... Sports Information Director, our SID, Sid Penman. You know, Sid's the one responsible for not getting us all this publicity. You mentioned publicity, Coach, and of course that's why we're doing these shows. And I want to talk about your conference. You are a member of a conference. Well, that's right. You know, we have been members of a conference for quite some time now, and it's uh, real interesting how that story got started because uh, we, we were once upon a time what you call your independent. Your independence uh, is a school of what isn't in a conference. No and, conference affiliation. What? No, it, you're just not in a conference. No. And, and that's what you call your independent. And, and me and uh, five other boys, what was independence, uh, got together. We took it upon ourselves. We was going to form our own conference. We decided we was going to call it the Pigskin Athletic Conference, the PAC. And seeing how there was six of us in it, we just shortened that to six-pack. <laughs> Listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. Ah, the sunshine's booming in our window this morning. I had to throttle down the shades. 39 degrees outside our studios at the moment, headed up to 56. And looking ahead, 55 tomorrow, 59 on Sunday, 54 on Monday. But hold on, Tuesday, 39. So four days to get that yard in good shape. going to leave the office a little early today and um, work on uh, my my neighborhood. I, I kind of help the whole neighborhood with sleeve, uh, sleeves. Leaves. There we go. And uh, I like it. I, I You know, Scott, I, I, it's just a silly thing. But no, it isn't. It's a for years, humanitarian deed. I, I think... That's, uh, well, I'm going to categorize it as. The... the um, Helping others. Uh, it's a good thing. Well, sure, of course. I For years, I mowed the fairgrounds. And this, this is way back, folks, way back. And it's, what, 34, 39 acres. And, of course, they had the large mowing tractors, like the state uses on the highways and things. And I had the key to the garage and the key to the tractor. And uh, so whenever I could, I would slip down there and just mow and mow and mow. And I do so much thinking <laughs> while I'm on the tractor. Not about the mowing so much. I mean, I did a good job, but all sorts of things. I find it very 
therapeutic? I don't Could know. Could be. Maybe that's too dramatic a word. No, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's good, good thinking time to do that. Good thought provoking time. I do that when I'm on mine. As a result of the whole thing, the fair board uh, added me as a director when one of their directors died, Shorty Meeks. So I took his place for a few years until we moved to Virginia to buy WRAP. So we were gone for two years. Anyway, let's see. Uh, Good morning, folks. Welcome. It's a free-for-all, obviously. I think you can tell it by now. We've had some good guests this week. Um, By the way, next week, yeah, next week on Wednesday, Rich Vetter is going to be our guest. And then on Thursday, the mayor, Steve Patterson. Um, and, and, And I'm not trying to say... I don't know why I even started it that way. Rich Vetter's a hoot. Uh, he has he is so well spoken and knows so many people at all sorts of levels in our nation. And he has some very interesting concepts and ideas, thoughts, that sort of thing. So it's it's always a pleasure to have him in, and it's been a while. So Rich Vetter next. Wednesday and Steve Patterson on Thursday. Those those are the two I know about at this time. All right. Well, today is uh, National uh, Roof Over Your Head Day. Thank goodness. Yep. Amen for that. Knocking on wood. This building was built uh, in 1950. So it's 73 years old, 72, whatever it is. Um, when I got here, it had a flat roof. And I remember my very first visit to this radio station. I was so anxious to come down and see it. I'd, we got in from, uh, our flight got in from Hawaii uh, uh, Friday afternoon, late afternoon, as I recall. And when my parents picked me up, we stayed overnight there. But I said to Dad, I, we got to go down. we got to go down today. That was the Saturday. I want to see it. The station. It was raining. I think I've told this story before, but not every aspect. And... Anyway, we stopped in Lancaster at that coffee shop there before the uh, Lancaster Bypass had been built. And um, I don't know, I, I don't know what how coffee affects you, but <laughs> pretty soon I have to take a whiz, right? Uh, what are you laughing at? I don't it's drink a, coffee. It's that's, that's what. Well, you. What do you drink? Tea. Well, doesn't that do the same thing? No. Tea does not make you want to no. use the restroom? No. Okay. Not not apparently like where you're, you're going. Anyway, <laughs> so by the time we got down here to Athens from Lancaster, you know, I got out of the car and I'm looking at, barely looking at the building because I ha- was intent on using the restroom. And I said, where is it? Dad said, at the end of the hall. So um, I made a beeline for that. Now I feel a little more better and relaxed and walked out, and uh, um, I heard some noise coming from the room to my right. So I just headed. Oh, by the way, the toilet overflowed. That was my first instance in the radio station. That's kind of what I was laughing at because yeah. I knew that was coming. I didn't, but I I, I didn't want to tell I, you that until you got to. I it. forgot the story. Uh, I've told this before on the air. Yeah. 
And then um, then I w- walked in, and Woody Simpson, the squire of the Hocking Belly, I had named him later on. But Woody Simpson was on the air. It was a Saturday morning. He was over in um, a studio that now we use for production, but it was back then the AM studio. And uh, he looked at me quizzically, and I said, uh, Hi, I'm Dave. Dave Palmer. Oh, you know, that sort of thing. Welcome to Athens. But um, as I went around the building, there were places that were dripping. It was had been raining, and I actually, in the rain, found a ladder, went up on the roof. It was flat as could be. And had been years since it had been resurfaced, right? Oh my! So I decided I'm going to put on a a hip roof, or is that the right expression? Uh, you can go with that if you want. Anyway, an you know, angled, yeah, a pitched roof. Yeah. So. Um, Within a month or two, we had two uh, guys that helped me do it, and it's been that way ever since. Well, now, we, you know, this roof's been on here a long time now, since 74. And every so often, like most roofs, it needs to be um, serviced. We have a couple small leaks yet. <laughs> oh, well. Boy, I'm off the top. Kind of nostalgic, isn't it, when those leaks happen? I guess. (laughs) Anyway, today's National Roof Over Your Head Day. Now, here we go. It's National Bartender Day. And it's Faux Fur Friday. Does that mean there's also a Faux Fur Monday? Could be. Okay, now the, the name Faux, F-A-U-X, uh, means fake, right? I'm fairly sure it does, yes. Fake for Friday. And with that, we'll go to our phones here, if I can figure out which button. Oh, it's this one over here. Good morning. <clears throat> Chickadee poo. Chickadee poo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it's Friday. So I didn't get that done. I said it's Friday. It is Friday, yes, sir. And a good game tomorrow, I hope, at 3.30. Now, we've got uh, both a men's and women's game tomorrow, back-to-back, right? Right. So the women play first, like at a one thirty start, maybe? Yeah, I think one, it is. One. Yeah, one thirty, and then the men at 3.30. Yeah. Looking shame. forward to it. What a shame I can't use a ticket for both games. Well, you can't? You can't? Well, I, that, I won two tickets there the other day. I called in on the sports line. Okay. going to talk about the Bengals, and the guy says, you want those tickets? I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> I didn't know what they were for at first, so. I, I don't know how they're going to police it. Uh, be, I, I'm betting that uh, if you have tickets for the men's game, you can take in, I want to say, all of the women's game, too. But um, You just can't sit in the seat of the men's ticket game if you go in for the women's game. Right. And, and if you're sitting in a seat that yeah. has already been a uh, ticket purchased for that seat, yeah. then you cannot stay there you need to move to yeah that's no problem yeah because you've got a seat with your ticket there yeah yeah it's uh see 108 section 108 seats one and two oh you're in with the vips man cool (laughs) because you're a vip but but another vip for the second game is going to make you move (laughs) <laughs> yeah likely <laughs> I, I don't know I don't know how this thing works but I'm it's it is fun to have a double header like that yeah it is but 
I'm hoping they 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 do a good job. By the way, folks, we're talking about Ohio University's basketball teams. So the women play at one thirty tomorrow. Immediately following that, the men play at uh, what they're saying is three thirty. I think. Yeah, or, or if the women's game goes long, it's usually half an hour in between. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And use the restroom and get your bite to eat. Yeah. Or the other way around. Right. Um, why did I say I that? Have no why idea. did I say that? Oh well. Oh. Uh, well, I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah, it's going. I'm thinking it's going to be. I think you're going to win both games. I think you're right. You know where I sit? No. Okay. In the bathroom. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, th- I think it's se- I-, I think it's section 108 but it's it's you know where that tunnel goes into the roar room right I'm um, right next to the tunnel concrete uh, almost uh, second row down from the walkway around oh, all right but um, we well have, I'll be we yeah, have I got we got, we got four them. seats there, and uh, we've had them for ever. Yeah. Years so ago, I've... they called that the president's box. Right. But um, I think that's faded away over the years. And yeah. Oh well, what's well, you? It sounded like you had something else to say. No, I'm just going to say it. When the women play by themselves, usually after the game, they'll up in the war room there. They'll they'll have uh, free food. Yeah, well, they have uh, at least beverages and uh, a bag of popcorn um, for us when we enter. Yeah, it's one one of the one of the little perks they give to the roar room um, folks. Yeah, and um, it is yeah, so you- different, though. You know, I've been here a long time now. It is so different to see. Alcoholic beverages. Yeah, really. And it hasn't, I don't think it's changed a thing about the crowd or anything. No. It, it, I think everybody's being responsible and all that sort of thing, but it is different to see them. Yes, it is. Yeah. But I, I can't see paying $7 for a, a bottle of beer. I ne- I've never asked for one, so I don't know the price, but, wow. um, yeah, they got them on the board. Okay. Yeah. I, now, last I, night, I, I saw an email this morning from um, oh, one of the officials uh, with I, IMG, right? Learfield. Learfield. Yeah. I guess um, our radio station had trouble airing um, the Jeff Bulls show last night. Or at least we got into it later, something like that. So he huh. had, he had sent an email to me uh, saying, "Where's the program? We're not airing it." Well, the first I learned of it because I was responsible for a huge Christmas party last night, which was beautiful. But anyway, I was at the country club, and yeah, and um, so the first I saw of it was early this morning so i sent a note to krista on our staff and connor on our staff and so on saying you know what the hell and um we'll see what happened but my guess is they got it on late and it we just missed the first few minutes but i'm not sure but jeff bull's show started last night continues through the rest of the season it's a weekly show and it takes place from a room I've never heard of in the Convo, which is named after um, uh, an alcoholic beverage, I think. What, 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 you know what I'm talking about, Scott? Yeah, but I, I don't know the name of it. Yeah. I heard it the other day. But evidently people can go live and watch it, too, or it's listen. Like the Slow Roaster Room or something like that. No, I'm just, I just threw yeah. that out there. But uh, we used to do that show live from, you know, various watering holes uptown. Right. But, yeah, I think 
but now yeah, they've taken it inside the convo to a special area. Yeah, because they used to have it there in uh, Baker Center at the uh, Latitude. Latitude, yeah. right? Eighty-two. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and then down at the end of Court Street there on Bronies. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But this year, evidently, they're doing it from the convo. And uh, the, they, there must be a new room that they've sort of closed down that makes it into a little bit of a, I'm going to call it a watering hole. Um, I've anyway. never heard of it. Okay. Well, I, I, I've heard, even during ha- um, game announcements, I've heard the PAA announcer mention that name of the room. I just can't remember it. Yeah. Oh, well. Listen, anything else on your mind? Nah, y'all just have a great weekend. Likewise, Don. Thank you, buddy. Maybe we'll see you at the game tomorrow. Probably will. Okay. (laughs) Bye-bye. See you, Don. All right, 970 WATH and 97.1 on FM as well. Good morning. Um, Let's see. So we already did Fake Fur Friday. Yes. Um, we've had guests for a couple of days now, so we've not given you the updates on the um, COVID uh, report that I've been keeping for several years now. So let's do that. All of this information is as of 2 p.m. yesterday. In Athens County, we had 27 new cases yesterday. By the way, the day before we had 37, the day before that, 16. Um, Bringing our total cases as of yesterday, since this all began, which was uh, March 7th of 20, was our first case in our county. Anyway, um, bringing total cases now to 8,353 which is basically just shy of 13% of our county's population. Now, presently, there's 294 people in the hospital. Um, There's a few at home recovering. But the, the recovered rate is 94% of that 8,353. So 7,872 people have had it and recovered. Good news. Um, Bad news, we've had 96 deaths since it all began. But uh, let me also mention there's uh, that 96 has been uh, the case for four or five days now. There's been no additions. Uh, Yesterday, what also happened, we had the second Omicron case. That's the variant in the U.S. The first one occurred the day before in California. I don't remember where the second one occurred. But... uh, I I think it was uh, New York was one of them. Okay. Now there's been one discovered in Hawaii and I I want to say Wisconsin possibly. So even though our information says of 2 p.m. yesterday Scott's saying there may now be four total cases. Yeah. Okay. So, Athens County, I think I have covered that pretty well. Now the state of Ohio. Oh no, let me say one more thing. About Athens, Ohio. Athens County. Minneapolis was the other one. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. I told you we have had 8,350 cases. 353. 8353. There we go. Since it all began. But if we were using the same stats as the Ohio, state of Ohio, we would have had 1,194, 95 rather, new additional cases. Boy, I said that poorly. We had 8,353, but if we were like the rest of the state, we would have had 9,000 
548 cases. So that's 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 kind of a positive statement. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, now, Ohio. Yesterday, they had 9,131 new cases added to the rolls, bringing the total up to, uh, let's see here. Yeah, here we go. 1.7 million have cases have occurred in the state of Ohio. That's 14.6% of our population. Active cases right now in the state are 137,769. So that that's only 8% of the all the cases we've had are currently active, right? I'm always trying to present in the best light possible. Right now, of that 137,769, 10,848 are in intensive care. 76,396,000 are in the hospital, but not in intensive care. Track those two figures from the 137, and the, that group is recovering at their homes. So 1.7 uh, million have had it in our state. 1.5, almost 1.6 million have recovered now. Yes, that's right. There were 39 new deaths. I'm sorry. There's been 39 deaths in the last each. um, What do I want to say? No, 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 no. Stop that. I'm wrong. Let me get to the death part. Here we go. Uh, In the state of Ohio, there were no new deaths yesterday or the day before. But on Tuesday, we had 104. But the total right now, deaths from the state of Ohio cases, 26,587. Which is 1.56% of those that caught it, died. Today's Friday, right? Yes. Okay, so let's go ahead and do the U.S. and the World Report as well. In the United States, we've got 333 million people living here. The first case was November, I'm sorry, February 5th of 20. Yesterday, there were 174,454 new cases, bringing our total caseload since it all began to just shy of 50 million people. That's basically 15% of our population. Um... Yesterday, in the U.S., there were 2,125 deaths from COVID, bringing the total to 805,465. So 1.62% of those that caught it in the U.S. passed. One, just one and a half percent, we'll say. Active cases right now uh, in the in our nation nine million four hundred and seventy-seven thousand one sixty. Recovered thirty-nine thousand three hundred and thirty-five thousand two hundred and five. Now the world. We got almost seven point nine billion people. In the world, 
it started uh, the first case uh, that that was discovered in our world was 1119 of 2019 November 19th of 19 Yesterday 712,561 new cases bringing the total thus far to 264 million 184,806 that's 3.35% of the world's population has um, experienced COVID. Worldwide, yesterday, new deaths amounted to 8,553. Total deaths now... Worldwide uh, is 20 million. That's an awful figure. 20, almost 20.6 million people worldwide have. Am I reading the right thing? No, folks. I'm sorry. I I'm reading the wrong column. But it's a good report then, because it's not 20 million, it's 5,247,000, where 2% of those that have caught it have died worldwide. Another good figure, 238 million people, which is 90.22% of those that have caught it have recovered. Vaccinations, we'll do that fine, and then we'll call it quits on this report. 54.6% of the world's population has now been vaccinated. Here in the United States, 69. Well, I'm going to call it 0.5. So 69.5% of the U.S. population has been vaccinated. Here in Ohio, 58 percent have been vaccinated and in Athens County 50.7 percent all right I know those reports are a little bit um, heavy with numbers but um, I've also had many people tell me they appreciate when we do it and it's been a few days since we have, since we've had some guests. Okay. Well, I came across a thing. I, I guess this guy would like to be a guest on our show, and I may work on this. But it's a general thing. It says, doctors say that this, whatever this is, is the number one way to not only prevent memory loss, but to actually reverse it, too. Okay. I think we all, uh, every so often, we're trying to think of somebody's name or some, or some word or something that we know, knew about, thought about, had it memorized, but couldn't recall it, right? So, of course, this, um, that, that headline, doctors say this is the number one way to not only prevent memory loss, but to actually reverse it, too. Caught my attention. So they give us uh, one, two, three, four, five, five options. And they say, can you guess which one is the correct answer? So... Here we go, Scott. Watching television. Taking more naps. Jogging. Reading books. Or meditation. So far, you're three for five. 
So far, you're three for five. Watching TV, taking naps, and jogging, right? I don't jog. (laughs) I know, you don't. Uh, I do a fair amount of walking. Okay, well, okay, we'll but, what, but No, no, they're saying which of those five items do you think will actually, um, the, the doctors are saying, can actually help reverse memory loss? Oh, I'd, I'd say the exercise. Jogging. Okay. The answer is meditation. Bill Harris is an expert in this. He's not a local guy at all. This is uh, 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 He's well-known worldwide. And uh, it's a 16-minute um, thing you do, meditation. And... Um, It says, in, by undergoing meditation, which is something you just do by yourself. I know it looks a little funny, but you cross your legs. You, sit, you squat down on the floor. You cross your legs. You hold your hands in a certain position, and you close your eyes, and you think. And they say you can escape from the chaos of day-to-day life feel vitalized, worthy, and refreshed, experience extraordinary oneness, enjoy a creative visual journey, and perhaps most importantly, let go of tension and fear. And uh, this guy would like to teach more people how to do that. So he's he's got a program called Journey to Your Inter, I'm sorry, Inner Center. I don't know. I'll think about it. Maybe he could be a guest on our show. Okay. Okay, now. Let's see, hard news, what's going on? We got, um, did we do today in history? No, not yet. Do I have it? Oh, here it is, here it is. Okay, so today in history, this is, of course, December 3rd, folks, just in case I hadn't mentioned it before. So, historical events that occurred on this date. In 1586, Sir Thomas Harriet introduces potatoes to England from Colombia. Boy, last night, Chef Alfonso and his people, they made this potato baked pie Mm. that was served as a side dish with your main meal. It was killer. Anyway. If he made it, I'm sure it was. 1854, Eureka Stockade, in what is claimed by many to be the birth of Australian democracy, more than 20 gold miners at Ballarat, Victoria, are killed by state troopers in an uprising over mining licenses. Too bad. 1967, the first human heart transplant was performed in South Africa by Dr. Christian Barnard. Barnard, I think, is the way they say it. I remember that. And uh, it was on a a gentleman by the name of Louis (coughs) Waschkinski. Now, that was 1967. It would be interesting to note or to learn how long that man continued to live and, you know, uh, how old was he at the time he received it? I, if I remember right, I don't think it was that long, but I'm, I'm going to see what I can find here. Okay, so his last name is uh, Wash, 
Wasikansky. So W-A-S-H-K-A-N-S-K-Y. We're all timing you. Okay. I'll go on. The Bhopal disaster in 1984, Union Carbide pesticide plant leak, 45 tons of methyl isocyanate and other toxic compounds in Bhopal, India, which kills 2,259, that's the official figure, people. Now, other estimates as high as 16,000, including later deaths and over half a million injured. Here's another one. Uh, 1989, Soviet President Mikhail Gorbachev and U.S. President George H.W. Bush declare the Cold War over. How about them Alex? How about that? First heart transplant patient survived only 18 days. However, the hospital's first 10 patients survived more than one year, two living for 13 and 23 years, respectively. Well, that first case wasn't so encouraging. No. I wonder what the longest uh, someone has done. Uh, let's see. It says, for people with end-stage heart failure, heart transplant is considered the gold standard treatment. A new study suggests that living for 15 to 20 years after a heart transplant is becoming the rule rather than the exception. Fair enough. Well, it would be worthwhile, certainly. Yeah. Okay, famous birthdays. we got four, of course. George McClellan, uh, a military type, born in 1826 on this date, died in 1885. George McClellan. George Brenton McClellan was an American soldier, Civil War Union general, civil engineer, railroad executive, and politician who served as the 24th governor of New Jersey. Um, another one, even a little bit farther back, is John Wallace, W-A-L-L-I-S. He was born on this date in 1616, died in 1703. Appears to be maybe clergy? Uh, John Wallace was an English clergyman and mathematician who was given partial credit for the development of infinitesimal calculus. Which, when I first took calculus, it looked like a foreign language to me. Um, let's see, two, uh, two more birthdays to mention, both of whom are living. Uh, first, we'll mention Ozzy Osbourne, <laughs> who is celebrating his 73rd birthday today. 73? Wow. And the other one... Pretty gal, Julianne Moore, celebrating her 61st birthday. Both of those are showbizers. Yeah. Julianne Moore, known professionally as the same name, an American actress and author, prolific in film since the early 1990s. She is particularly known for her portrayals of emotionally troubled women in both independent films and blockbuster productions. Some of her works include Still Alice, Boogie Nights, Hannibal, and Chloe. Three of the six I knew, but only a bit. She was also in the TV series 30 Rock. Yes, I do remember that. Okay, here we go. Two famous deaths to mention today. Uh, History has never been one of my strengths. But Diocletian, uh, D-I-O-C-L-E-T-I-A-N, who died on this date in the year 13, I'm sorry, the year 311. Diocletian was a Roman emperor from 284 to 305, was the cavalry commander of the emperor's Carus's army. 
The next name is Mary Baker Eddy, who was born in 1821 and died on this date in 1910. She was an American religious leader and author who co or who founded the Church of Christ Scientist in New England in 1879. All righty. Now we can put that away. Yeah. Whoop, I scraped the mic. Sorry. <laughs> do you want to get to the uh, commentary there? Do we still have time, or do you want to do oh, it or wait oh, for another oh, day? Oh, I forgot about it, folks. You know, we played the, we found a batch of the Fred Palmer commentaries. And um, so we're going to add this uh, when we can. Since and it's Friday, you know, I thought you yeah. got to christen the show, too. Make it official. This is 2.44. I think we've got time to do Okay. Do the, do the so here, here's my dad. Friends, when I was born in 1904, a hit play was Uncle Tom's Cabin. Another was The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. The top comedians were Weber and Fields. The Wright brothers of Dayton flew their Kitty Hawk plane 852 feet. Everybody sang A Bird in the Gilded Cage. A turkey dinner cost 20 cents. Ten years later, in 1914, Barney Oldfield drove a car 132 miles an hour. Victor Herbert composed Naughty Marietta, and Jack Johnson defeated Jim Jeffries. A music troupe from England toured the United States. Two of its young members were Charlie Chaplin and Stan Laurel. Everybody sang, Let Me Call You Sweetheart. The Titanic sunk. Halley's Comet was seen. Moxie was a popular drink. Another decade in 1924, the first Miss America contest. Charlie Chaplin and Jackie Coogan in The Kid. We laughed at Mr. Gallagher and Mr. Sheen. The League of Nations was tried. Radio broadcasting was started. We sang I'm Forever Blowing Bubbles and started eating puffed wheat and puffed rice shot from guns. Five years later in 1929, I got my first job in radio at WAIU. We listened on the radio to Notre Dame's Four Horsemen. Norman Rockwell started his Saturday evening post covers. Babe Ruth hit 60 home runs. We laughed at Will Rogers and the Marx Brothers. Lindbergh flew the Atlantic. We sang Five Foot Two, Eyes of Blue, and began to enjoy the Burma Shave road signs. The hot automobile was the Stutz Bearcat. In 1934, I was 30 years old, married, and out of a job. Rudy Valley was hot. So was Pee Wee Miniature Golf. We laughed at Amos and Andy. Lindbergh's baby was kidnapped. Franklin D. Roosevelt became president. The Dion Quintuplets were born. Prohibition was repealed. We sang Tiptoe Through the Tulips. Children cried for Fletcher's Castoria. Haircuts and a shave, 30 cents each. Well, friends, now it's 1992, 80 years later. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. Oh, well, we tried. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. A hiring slowdown in November. As COVID cases fell, so did the number of new jobs. The Labor Department reports a much slower than expected 210,000 positions added last month. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger takes a closer look at the numbers. One caveat to this report is that the survey data were collected in the first couple of weeks of the month, and that means prior to the new variant rearing its ugly head. It will be important to see what the outcome of the spread of the new variant is on the economy and on the jobs market in the months ahead. Unemployment fell last month to 4.2 percent. Health officials are bracing for community spread now that the Omicron variant's been documented in five states. But Dr. Bob Lahita at St. Joseph's University Medical Center in New Jersey has hope. I think it's a transmissible, very possibly very transmissible variant. But right now I'm very encouraged 
encouraged by the fact that it's not causing severe disease. Prosecutors in Oakland, Michigan, are scheduled to hold a news conference in two hours to announce their decision on whether to charge 15-year-old Ethan Crumbly's parents in this week's school shooting that killed four high school students. Crumbly, the suspected gunman, has been charged as an adult with murder. Yesterday, prosecutor Karen McDonald said... It went far beyond just a negligent parent. Fully support and advocate holding them responsible if that meets the threshold and, and the elements are there. California's largest utility has been slapped with a massive penalty. CBS's Jim Crisula. California regulators have fined Pacific Gas and Electric $125 million for its role in causing the Kincaid 